you for taking the time to be here this evening. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be really interesting because you said you've been here for six years now? Six years in Tokyo. Six years in Tokyo. Never lived here before. You never. This is your first time living in Japan. Well, I, I have lived in Japan before. Okay, that's right. But I had never lived in Tokyo. Okay. I'm a, I'm a Kyoto person. You're from Kyoto? <laughs> I'm from Kyoto, yes. My I wife loves Kyoto because we go there every year just to go to the restaurants and the temples. Yes, what's not loved? What's not there to love? Right? Tell me about it. Yeah, so it's I was born there and uh, I spent uh, my first years there up until I was in first grade. Okay. Do you have a big family? Do you have siblings? I have a brother and a sister. Okay. What's the order? Uh, I'm the oldest. Okay. Yes. How many years after that? Uh, one year after that, my, my sister. Okay. And then 12 years after that, my brother. So okay. three of us. Okay. So tell me, when you grew up here, you, you left at one, so you, there's very little you would remember about Japan, if anything. No, I, I was in the first grade. On oh, the first grade? First grade. So I, I, I do remember a lot of things in a okay. first grader kind of a way. Tell me, what do you remember? What comes to mind when you think about that time? New Year's, first grade, in my elementary school. And we were supposed to meet there uh, to celebrate New Year's. And for some reason, I had thought my teacher said that you could wear your New Year's kimono. And I was so excited. I had my beautiful kimono on. And I was the only one who showed up <laughs> with a kimono on. Everybody else showed up in their regular school clothes. And you know how, um, well, at least back then, all the classes lined up in the, in the playground by class, and there I was all by myself in this kimono. <laughs> I remember I, I was just mortified, but I do remember that. I, I remember a lot of things from first grade. Really? Mm. Give me something else. I had a really strict first grade teacher. She was really scary. I forgot my, I forgot my homework. Okay. I forgot my homework, and she says, Manabe-san, apparently, you know, you're, you're still asleep at the wheel, so go outside and wash your face. Wake yourself up. And this was a really old-fashioned school where uh, all the, uh, the, the faucets and sinks were outside the classroom. And you could see, you know, that there's a glass, but there's a window, and there were these you know, these faucets outside where, you know, you washed your hand and everything outside the classroom. And I had, I was, I had, I was marched out there all by myself to wash my face, to wake myself up. And all my, my classmates were looking. I, I don't know why, but that, that's what comes to mind. She was a really scary teacher. You don't find teachers like that anymore, I don't think. And they said still corporal punishment was still allowed too. Mm. I didn't, I didn't experience corporate punishment until I, I went to the States. But it was still allowed. If, 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 you, if, you, if you experienced it in the States, they were still doing it in Japan. I did not. I, I I'm, think not saying, I'm not saying they didn't do it to you. I, I, I think it's because there was so much shame that, right. you know, all the kids fell in line. That's all right. the kids were very well behaved. Right. And uh, I think you did not want to be shamed like, of course. like that. Being, right. But you know what surprised me is when we, we went to the United States. Where did you go in the U.S.? Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. And I remember um, our first grade teacher that somebody, somebody was uh, acting up. And so she had a, 
what do you call it? It was this uh, this board. Okay. To spank people. A paddle. Uh-huh. A paddle. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she brought out the paddle, and she spanked him. I had never seen anyone being spanked before. I, th- I thought it was a very American thing. I had never seen that. Were you the only Asian in your class? Because you're in Pennsylvania now. I was in Scranton, Pennsylvania in the 60s. And then I, I spent a, a, a year there. And then we went down to, to Fayetteville, North Carolina, where I grew up. Okay. I grew up. And uh, we were really the only Asian. You know, Japanese, right. uh, Asian uh, family in the neighborhood. So. You grew up in North Carolina. In North Carolina, yes. That's where my mother's side of the family's from. We have a family reunion. We just had our 117th. Oh my. Charlotte. Okay. Fifth and Shelby's right next that. to it, yes. Yes, yes. Shelby and, Sh- Shelby and Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh. That's really interesting. Nice place to grow up. Why did your father move from Japan to the States? Well, um, uh, there was a, an American um, a company that uh, you know who was uh, uh, that was uh, uh, very impressed with you know the, the research that he was doing. He was uh, a chemical engineer, and so they hired him. They brought you know and uh, arranged for his family to to uh, uh, to to come along, of course. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was you know at their Scranton plant for a year, and then uh, there was a new plant that opened in Fayetteville, so we went down there. So going to the states, you wouldn't have, you did you did suffer um, culture shock by seeing a little boy paddle. I, so I was, was surprised. I I, I hadn't seen. I, you know, I, I I wasn't making any judgment. I would just always oh, it's, it's one of these American things. Mm-hmm. You know, there there were some new new things that uh, I got used to. For example, the the pledge of allegiance in the morning. Ah. Uh, that was a, a very odd thing, <laughs> and I, I didn't know any English when I, was when say I came, that. and so I, I learned everything phonetically. I had no idea what I was saying, but you know, every every morning was the same. So I kind of picked up the sounds and memorized the sounds. I had no idea exactly what 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 it all meant. And this didn't bring you and your sibling, your sister, closer together because she was having the same issues. Um, we we spent. First grade together, we, they they put us in the same class right. because you know we were you know just the two of us. Right. Yeah, yeah, but they they were very nice to us. I remember the the first first day that you know we were uh, we went to school, and it was during uh, recess. We were out in the playground, and all the kids came out, uh, up to us. My my sister and me said, "What's your name? What's your name?" And that's the first thing I, I learned. What's your name? Yeah, it was very nice. Wow. Yeah. So okay, so as you progressed through school, did you find yourself being more academic or more physical? Um, I was a very good student, very good student. After uh, seeing that paddling, I guess you would have been. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want any of that. <laughs> student council. You know. Well, you're talking now. You're talking what high school? Yeah, junior high, high school, yeah, student council, honor society, and that kind of thing. Okay. Mm. So you're in the top of your class always? Yes. Were you always pretty much the minority, the only one? Yes. Pretty so much. When you, 
In your high school, in your high school, there were not any other Asians. There were a few, maybe. No, I don't think there were any. Okay. I mean, I had to think about it. All right. Yeah. And you're the only Asian there, so. I I was, yeah, pretty much, except for my right. sister. I really can't think of any other. Yeah. Well, you didn't come across them if they were. <laughs> That's interesting, especially at that time, because that was a very turbulent time. Well, for civil rights. Yes, yes. It was, it was turbulent for that, but in your school, everything was hunky-dory, I'm sure. Uh, I think I was too busy with club activities or something. Because it wasn't affecting you. Yeah. It was you there weren't enough of you for it to make an issue, to be <laughs> a, a problem anyway. So yes, yes, I they guess just so. knew it was you. Yeah. So what other, did you get involved in any type of sports while you were there? Oh, I, I had no sports ability. So it was all academics? Absolutely. I, I never enjoyed ball sports. Uh, I hated recess. Uh, I hated it. Nothing, any, nothing to do with with a ball. Nothing to do with any a, a stick. And hitting a ball with a stick, I would just totally uh, hopeless. I think it's hand-to-eye coordination or something like that. I don't know. But did you wear, did, did you wear glasses as a child? It wasn't seeing, it was just okay. the, the coordination. Oh, the coordination, the timing. Yeah, okay. yeah, I have no athletic ability, but I do have a lot of um, uh, endurance. And so, and, and I, I think I do have discipline. And so I think I'm fine with things like running. Did yeah. you do that while you were in school? No, I did not do it. Okay. I did not do that when I was in school. Right. I, 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 I had kind of written off athletics, I guess, when I was in, 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 uh, in junior high and high school. But I, I did enjoy the, I, I, I think I came to appreciate, uh, what do you call, maybe not athletics, but you know, physical activity when I, when I went to, to college, because there, there were so many other things that I could do that was physical. You know, I, I tried fencing, I tried dancing, I tried sailing, I tried horseback riding. I loved all those things. When you and got into college? Yes. Right. Okay. I loved all those things. So right. I wasn't a, a total, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I wasn't totally hopeless. There are certain things I'm, I'm good at. Okay. And what subjects uh, did you focus on the most? What subjects did you like the most? In, in college? No, in, in high school. Oh, in, in, in high school, I think I, uh, I was very good at biology. Okay. And I was, uh, I was selected and I went to uh, the Governor's School of North Carolina. Um, and uh, I, really was, I was very honored to go. And of course, at that time, I, I thought that I was, uh, you know, pre-med, of course, you know. You know that 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 that's such a, a classic thing, right? You're either a pre-med or pre-law, pre-med. In high school. Well, well, that, that that's that's the the what do you call the um, the stereotype of what a an Asian parents parent wants. For their, Is that what your parents wanted for you? I I, I think that that's what uh, I think my father wanted me, me to be a doctor. Okay. So I tried. I was very good at biology, but that was it. You know, I, I, the other things I am not so good at. Did your mother work? No, she was, uh, you know, um, a full-time homemaker. So she worked. 
Yes, she was. Yes. <laughs> she's most most definitely yes, one. Yes, she, she does. Right. And the last child was uh, 12 years later, was yes. your brother. Yes. Right. Are all of your siblings in Japan now? Or are they still in the States? No, no, they're, they're all, all in the States. Mom and Dad? Yes, they're in the States. They're still in the States? Yes. Do they live close together by any chance? Um, they're in the Philadelphia area. Okay. All of them? Yes. Okay, so they are close. Yes. You're the only one that's gotten out. Well, um, my, my sister traveled around okay. a lot, and yes. uh, after my, my, my father, well, my, my father lived in India for 10 years, and, and so, you know, my, my family's been around too. Wait, you mean, so, you, wait, your father lived in India for 10 years with you? Uh, it was after, it was after my sister and I graduated from, from college. Okay, so you didn't go with him, of course, no. but you got to go visit him. I visited, which was okay. a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. Uh, is your father still working? No, no. He, he's in a retirement community. Oh, is he? Yes. Uh, yes. Past working. Long time ago. And your mother is with him? Um, they're, they're in a, uh, a neighboring community. My, my father is in skill care. Okay, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. But he's okay otherwise? Yes. Oh, that's yes. good. Do you visit him often, by any chance? Because um, you're his first daughter. Yes, I, I did go during uh, the holidays. His birthday is January 2nd, and, okay. and New Year's was always a, a bigger holiday for, mm -hmm. for my family. And up until last year, my mother was still making the, you know, the, you know, the Osechi Jori, you know, with the, the layered boxes and things yes, like that. Yes. Yeah. She's been doing that all she the time. She's been doing that all her married life. Goodness. Yeah. So she made sure she kept Japan in the house. Yeah, we, we, no we definitely did it. have a, yes. uh, a Japanese community. Did she ever speak to you in Japanese? Oh, all the time. So she always did. She didn't stop. Um, it, it, well, she, she, my, my parents would talk to, to us in, uh, in Japanese, and then we would talk back in, in English. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then during the, the summers, uh, she would have... Uh, a dining room table summer school for us because you know we were the only Japanese family there were no Japanese schools and so she convened a Japanese school during summer summer uh, vacation so we learned how to write learn just the two of you, just the three of you the two of us okay the two my of brother you. was way too okay, yes yes but I'm, I'm very glad that she did it because I, I did learn how to write I, I did learn a lot of the kanji. She did this from what age? Oh, this was in North Carolina, so yeah, all during you know grade school and things mm -hmm. like that. And she kept that up. She was just very consistent. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was very good. She made us uh, write in Japanese in our diaries. She made us write in our diaries in Japanese, and uh, we also wrote to our grandparents. Yes, in Japanese. Yeah, That's it was good. good. It's it's all yeah, paying so. off. Did you get to travel to Japan? Um, any of that during any of that time? We 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 visited my my grandparents a, a few times. Mm -hmm. We did do that, and then during my junior year abroad, I went to uh, Kyoto for one year. In college. In college. Okay. Yes. Doshita University. Where? In Kyoto, Doshita. Doshita. Yes. Kyoto, so what was that? What was that like for you? I loved. I loved it. I loved being in Kyoto. 
and I, I spent that year, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. I bet you did. Yeah, huh? I loved it. Did you go back to the school that you went to and to see it? And oh yeah, I, I went to see the, uh, the old school, but uh, I did go, go, go to Uji recently, and I, I think they, they must have, I, I, I looked it up in Google Maps, I, I, I think it has, a, it has a different location. Oh, is that Brand new facilities, I mean, they look very nice in Google Maps. <laughs> That's so yeah. nice. So, so in college, what did you major in? What did you focus on? Japanese studies. But your father wanted you to become a doctor. Oh, well, and you I said you that tried. Up. You said you tried. So <laughs> how tried. long did you try? I, I tried very hard, but uh, it just couldn't. I, what, in high school? No, no, in, 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 um, at Wellesley, at, at college, I, wait, I tried. So wait, the first year? What do you mean? <laughs> <I> <laughs> wait. First year I tried. It, you know, college is a lot harder than high school. And so I, I knew that I, I, I couldn't That was going to work. It. What about your sister? Did your father want her to become uh, a doctor as well, or did he not have any? No, I, I, I think she, she always did something else. So I, 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 I don't think she ever pursued that. But he got no doctors out of any three of us, so. But yeah. he did want that. And your father's a scientist. He's a, a chemical engineer. Chemical engineer, mm -hmm. okay. Oh my goodness, that's interesting. So, uh, what did his father do? What made him decide to do that? Your father? I'm just curious. Um, I, I think it was to support a family. I think. Okay. Yeah. Did he have siblings as well? Um, in uh, Fukuoka. Okay. Yes. So he's from Fukuoka. Yes. Your mother's from Kyoto. Yes. Okay. So he came to Kyoto. <laughs> yes. That's so nice. Yeah. Okay, so in college, you knew you didn't want to become a doctor. You decided to take up Japanese studies. For what purpose? Because I loved it. I know, but what were you going to do with it? I mean, well, didn't you think about that part? I mean, were you going to teach? Were you thinking about teaching or No, I, I really didn't Japan? think about what I was going to do with it. Okay. I, I, I really don't think that's the, the objective of a liberal arts education, which okay. I think is a great thing. Right. Okay. You're there to study whatever makes you feel happy and engaged and uh, challenged. Okay. That's what's so wonderful about the thoughts. But, um, so what do you do with it? I don't know, but it was, you know, I, I came out of college during the 80s when everyone thought that Japan was going to take over the world. So, so there were a lot of bilingual jobs. Um, so I took one in, in New York. Okay. Doing what? Uh, working for a trading company first. Okay. Yeah. And how did that go? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I did a lot of things where I could use my, my Japanese. Um, it wasn't great. I did try things like, you know, interpreting and things like that. But I was always on the periphery. Uh, you know, providing the, the language. And I wanted to be in there myself. I want to be a professional. You know, being the, the conversation rather than interpreting what was going on. Um, and then I think eventually, I don't know why I, I thought it, it sounded so uh, glamorous. What? Being an analyst. Okay. A financial analyst. And uh, for some reason, I, I thought it was—it uh, sounded glamorous. And um, 
I was thinking to myself, well, what, what, in my mind's eye, what, what do you, what, what do you think you want to be in so, so many years? And I imagined myself working in a very tall office building, uh, corner office, uh, in a big city. Had you picked a city? Was it New York or Chicago um, or? No, I hadn't thought about it. Okay. I assumed they'd be in New York. I assumed okay. that, but I pretty much got that. You know, I was in a tall building. When, when, when did you get this? Hmm? When did you get it? Wait, the so the you financial got analyst job? Yes. So wait, I'm, let me run back a little bit. So you get out of school, you finish college, and you started translating. Uh, among the many things. It was all about, you know, using my, my bilingual but, skills. But, okay, right. Mm. That's the reason why I was asking what were you going to do with it, because you had to support yourself somehow. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. How did you financially maintain with that education, how were you going to get enough income, or where'd you plan on living? Unless your father was saying, here, he's, he's, he's bankrolling you. He wasn't. No. Okay. No, I was on my own. And in so. fact, one of, the <laughs> one of the big motivations in going into finance, which I was not interested in when I, when I left uh, college, was that I wanted an apartment of my own. I was tired of having roommates in New York in these tiny little apartments. Because of your income level. So I wanted to afford an apartment of my own. And so uh, so I, I looked in the New York Times, in the Juanes, that's how you look for a job back then. And so there was an opening uh, for somebody, uh, a financial analyst uh, with bilingual skills, Japanese and English. Oh, and so I went out and I tried out for that. But you knew nothing about, did you know something about finance? I knew nothing okay, about finance. Okay, that's okay. It was my, my foot in the door, the fact that I was bilingual. Okay. And lo and behold, I was uh, one of the, the first companies that I was on as a financial analyst was for these trading companies. So, so it's, it's kind of come, <laughs> things come in, in, in cycles, I think. Did you find that challenge in the beginning? Because you're, you're, you're learning a brand new jargon. Mm. You're having to catch up pretty quick, I'm sure, because they're asking you, this is finance. They want to know <laughs> what's being said on the other end. And if you don't understand the terminology, you have to go home and study that to understand what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So how did, how did you deal with that? Well, um, I'm a good student. I study. Okay. And uh, I did a lot of homework. And so, you know, I'd be able, you know, I was able to go to these meetings and I, I would be fine. But I, w you know, I was limited because, you know, I, I didn't have an MBA, I didn't have any finance background. Uh, I had dropped out of my accounting uh, class back in, in college. Uh, and so I, I knew, I, I didn't have the basics. And so, but I knew that this is something that I wanted to do. I, okay. I, I loved what I was doing. So I did go to, uh, get my, um, my CFA, Char Chartered Financial Analyst. Did they allow you to continue working with them while you did that, or did you have to? Oh, it's, a, it's a, what you do in the nighttime. Okay, that's what you do in the nighttime, right? So and did they know you were doing this? Oh, yes. Okay, so they and suggested this. it was encouraged. This. It was encouraged. They, okay. 
They yeah. liked the fact that your translation was good. However, they wanted you to understand the jargon so that you could really be They more wanted me to do the work, which is exactly. exactly what I wanted to do. Oh, that's good. I wanted to be in the work, not just to be able to interpret the language. And so uh, that's when I, I, I uh, started this program. It was tough, you know, because I would have a full day of work. And then uh, I had to study very hard for this. Uh, you know, it was... Uh, you know, finance, economics, accounting, uh, valuations, portfolio management, all kinds of So of did things. you have, did you have a social life at all? No, that's all I did, I just studied. How long did that take before you felt like you got up to speed? Um, well, it took me four years to get through it. And uh, it was very hard. Um, and, but I'm glad I did it. It was really worth it because it really, uh, gave me the skills to, to move up uh, uh, and to do more in what I wanted to do. Give me an idea, for example, let's say I was, uh, I, was, I was in your position at that time. What was it like for you? What was it that you felt, now I know so now I can get what I want to get? What was it that you really knew that allowed you to do this? Or was it because of contacts you had? Oh, for uh, the, the financial analysis? Yes. Well, I, I, I think what you need to do is to understand the financial uh, prospects of a company. And so you would need accounting to understand the, the financial uh, statements. And then uh, you need economics to understand the macro environment that, that the business is working in. Uh, and then that would allow me to do forecasts and projections and then do the analysis. And so uh, sometimes uh, there will be some aspect of valuation. You know, if this company was, was growing by buying other companies, sometimes they would sell some companies. Uh, are they getting a good price? Um, and then portfolio management, um, you know, the, the, the program allowed me to think about, you know, how, you know, bonds and stocks are, are valued, you know, why investors buy, buy them, you know, what they're, um, why they buy them, why, why they might sell. And so all, those, uh, all that information was very important for me to uh, do the analysis that I was doing. Mm. What was one of the biggest challenges you had during that time, and how did you overcome it? Think. I I I think it was a lot of the soft skills. Um, I I think I, I see that in a lot of the the, the younger staff um, in, uh, at work. Um, you you have you work very hard. Uh, you have a lot of the quantitative skills. You have a lot of the technical skills. Uh, but they don't have the communication skills. And they don't have the soft, soft skills to maneuver in the office. You know, um, how do you manage up? How do you manage your communication with clients? If you were to tell these young people, that's good, what advice would you give them so they could learn these skills, these soft skills that are important to be able to move up to be able to negotiate 
their salaries or whatever it is they have to do, mm -hmm. and usually it's salary-based, they don't want to stay in the same place. Right. What advice would you give them? I, I would say, um, you know, look up from, from your, your computer. You know, walk around. Get to know your colleagues. Get to know your boss. Get to know your boss's boss. And, um, and understand what's important. You know, things like strategies change, priorities change. Yeah, you know, get a sense of that. And then always speak up. I, I think it's always important to be heard. It's important to be noticed. And uh, it's not enough doing good work, because everybody does good work. You have to stand out somehow. Mm -hmm. When was the first time you felt that you, did, were you always the type of person that would speak up? No. Okay. I was the one <laughs> in my cubicle, <laughs> and I was saying, gosh, why, why did she get uh, promoted? Why did he get promoted? I'm doing all the work. I'm here in my cubicle. And they you kept see, you there. No, no, it was it was me. No, but I mean, I, but I, mean, I, I did not know that. Right, right. They got promotions because they were talking to people. They understood things. They were speaking up for themselves. I didn't know that. So how did you? Um, I don't know. Maybe enough of that, and uh, maybe enough. Maybe I, you know, I, I reached a point where I said, well, listen, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this work. And so I think I, I, I did get to a point where I, I did speak up. You know, what, why am I not getting promoted? Why am I not getting a raise? And so when they said, oh, you want a raise? You know, or you want a promotion? And so if I kept going back, then they say, oh, you're, you're forced to be dealt with. You, no, wait, so excuse me. When you say you kept, if you kept going back, you mean if you kept speaking Reminding up? them. Remind, oh, I Reminding see. Reminding them. Okay. Because well, they would say, oh, you want to raise, but they would, may not do anything. Right. Okay. Right. So you bring so that say point that I, I'm interested. I, I think I'm worth it. I'm, doing all of, I'm bringing all this value. I'm worth it. And so I, 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 I think this is what I bring to you. And this is what I would, you know, this is what I've been getting since when I was doing this. And so I think proving my value, speaking up, and uh, I think touting my value, I think that's really important. And I didn't, it took me a long time to figure that out. And uh, when you say a long time, you mean years? I, I would say maybe longer than some, some others, perhaps. I get you. I but but I think that that's what I, I am. Uh, I, I want to let the you know my, my my juniors know that that's really important. These soft skills, you really have to speak up. Uh, I see. So you're saying you're pretty confident that if they're in that environment, first of all, academically, they probably have that set up. Mm. But speaking up, especially if they are of the same ethnicity, mm -hmm. where the culture tells you don't stick out, mm. sit back. You'll be taken care of, just be like everyone else. But everyone else, like you said, was speaking up and you didn't know it. That's right, and, and it's different. And, and maybe, uh, you know, working here is different. Uh, but in the U.S., you really have to speak up. I was in New York, so you really have to speak up. And um, I was, Covering my clients uh, were in, you know, 
well, finance is very, very male-dominated. Um, and m most of the, the businesses that I, my, my clients were in were mostly male-dominated as well. You know, a lot of my, my clients were in the, the oil patch and everything, very macho, and, you know. And so you really do need to, you know, take up some space. <laughs> Especially because I'm, you know, I'm a small Asian woman, right? And you did that. You were able to, obviously you were able to do that. Yes, I did. Took some doing, though. Well, see, did you, did you, were you able to, who were your mentors? Who, who's someone that really you remember that came to your aid that really helped you to do this? You couldn't do this alone, or did you? Oh. I, I took a senior women's, I was part of a senior women's leadership uh, okay. program, which was the, the best thing ever for me. Because I was with, you know, a group of very senior women. And um, I think that the best part of it was, you know, we had a safe space where we could just kind of be open about things and, uh, you know, share, you know, show your, your vulnerabilities. Uh, uncertainties and um, that was that was a wonderful experience that was in New York no it was here it was very late in my career wait it was very I'm late in my career yes um, but but I did pick up things along the way I okay. did pick up things along the way right so did you have do you have any mentors you remember in the States prior to coming here I had some yeah. wonderful sponsors who looked out for me okay you know, they, they were, you know, in positions of influence where I could be put in a position that, you know, uh, you know stretch roles and stretch projects uh, that would get me noticed with the right people. Yeah. To, so, so I could prove my, my capabilities uh -huh. and let me shine a bit. Well, the majority of the time were these men? Oh, they were all men. All men? Yes. But they were they they uh, they sponsored me. They looked out for me, mm -hmm. and they 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 would you know they helped me. They helped me read the organization. Mm -hmm. And whether or not they're male or female, um, I I don't think it it matters if if there's a, a you know a professional connection. I I, I think being all male does. does uh, does influence the culture and the air in the room, but you know that there there are some very special you know professional connections that uh, I value that that really help me, and I'm mm. very thankful for those. Mm. Yeah. So tell me about the area that you just recently got involved in with the women's group that you lit up about the senior women. Oh yes, Where well that, 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 that? that's done. That's that's done. It was uh, it was for a limited time. Oh, limited time. What's yes, but it was it was wonderful, and I got to meet uh, women from all over the world, and uh, and then was it know, just one time meeting, or was it something you did over the course of the year? Of course, over the year. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. A lot of late, you know, Zoom meetings and things like that. But okay. that was really special. Yeah. So what are you doing now? What I'm doing now? I'm are doing what I was just doing uh, before I came here. I mean, do you work? Do you have a job that you yes. go to? Yes, okay. the, the, the same job that uh, uh, the same company that I uh, applied to initially with the New York Times I want ad. Uh, I, I came here six years ago. 
uh, to head up the, the corporate finance team uh, in their Tokyo office. Well, so that's why I came. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So you're going to be here for a long period of time, do you think? Would you I, like I to hope be? so. I, okay. I hope so. I, uh, I became a you know, club governor last fall. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. I, yes. I'm, I'm really very excited. Uh, but I, I'm also very cognizant of a very important uh, role uh, because I'm, you know, whatever we do as a, as a board is, is for the, the membership as a whole. So uh, a lot of responsibilities. Um, and so I hope, hope to do a, a good job as, as a, a member of the board. Yes, I'm sure yeah. you will. If you can magically go back in time and meet the younger Mihoko, what time would you go back to and what advice would you give her knowing what you know now? Gosh, you know, I, I love my journey. It's, it's made what I am today. Uh, there are some easy roads and rough patches, but it made me what I am today. And I met some wonderful people along the way. So I, I, I really can't say that I would go back. I can't. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's a beautiful answer. Thank you. Yoko, thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me. I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. And never forget, it's all alone. So continue to reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed. <laughs>